Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have the Box Office Beatdown Show, where my co-host and I come on this show and talk about box office, of course. As always, for this show, I am joined by my co-host, Larry from LC Screen Talk. Larry, how are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. <laughs> Just trucking along. <laughs> How you doing? I feel like every time you and I come back on this show, I have to give like an excuse as to why we haven't been on this <laughs> in show months. for like in months. <laughs> it's depressing. I- I'll just come. Listen, I was trying to come up with something to talk to Larry about like why, but to be honest with the people, I'm very depressed when it comes to the box office just because it's November 16th and I just assume, we all assume that this will be done and gone by this time, but I mean, we should have known with who was in office and stuff like that, that that just wasn't going to be the case. Other countries, if this was other countries, Larry and I would probably have a grand old time in doing box office, <laughs> but we're in America, and it's just been a depressing time every weekend seeing the numbers, but I did, I felt a little inspired this week just because, you know, we actually had a new release, like an actual studio release, not just like some some geek movie coming out, you know, like Honest Thief or something, like we actually have Universal Movie coming into theaters for the first time in a while so yeah i i I spoke to larry we both was like yeah let's get let's get on the show and stuff but larry how you doing yeah and it would be so much easier if i don't know studios and stuff would release numbers for their vod then at least we would we would have that kind of box office to talk about but they don't release numbers so yeah we don't know how any of these new movies are doing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if they don't go to theaters, we have no idea what what's going on, really. So, so and like before all of this, like box off, I was going through our numbers, and I'm just it gets so I get so sad because like box office for the longest time was like our number one show. Um, this was before we had Cinemania Live with Hannah and I, but before that, it was back when we were just doing the world shows and and then like movie reviews and stuff. But box office was like the number one show. Our last actual box office weekend was Birds of Prey. Um, back in February 9th. Actually, maybe I'm wrong. Let me go back. Um, I think that was our last like actual box office show to yeah, where not just it coming was back like, for tenant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually it was Sonic. Sonic was a no no, it was Invisible Man, March first. Yep. And then the following week we talked about how how coronavirus was killing everything. And then we took that's when we took the hiatus. Um and stuff. But yeah, just um Invisible Man was the last box office show that we did. And um that was all the way back on March first. Then before that, it was Sonic. That was all the way back in February 22nd. Then Birds of Prey was like February 9th. So, yeah, it's been a it's been a long journey <laughs> with this box office show. Yeah, and talk stuff, about so. up and down. We were so sad for Birds of Prey, but then Sonic and Invisible mm-hmm. Man did well. And then yeah. it was onward and the start of coronavirus. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was all over with that. Poor onward got, got slammed. Yeah, and then, so it's been a journey as far as this show, um, but just going back to, like, our old shows, I do miss this show so much, but it's just so weird, and it's like, we were doing the top 10 
whole that whole top 10 thing as far as that but then even that the numbers were good but they wasn't like how it was for when we were actually doing i don't know what it was but you and like the box office show they popped really really well with our listeners and um when we were doing the top 10 shows i felt uninspired just because like the numbers wasn't the same but that's just like that's what happens with all everyone's kind of content yeah. i don't know about you but like everyone's content kind of took a nosedive when this whole thing started because all everyone was watching and wanted to know about was the virus like what's going on this and that and a third and stuff so when it came to like meet like content creators a lot of us took a really big hit yeah. and stuff so um yeah so we're gonna talk about box office today. I don't mean to start off all, all like sour. <laughs> I know. I don't know what it was <laughs> this week. I just I was like, you know what? I'm a I'm gonna do my little post this week uh, too. And I saw him and I was I like, oh like, no! It's <laughs> like I feel I feel it in my soul. I guess. I want to <laughs> talk some box office, I guess. It's like that's how we started. You, you, I saw. I was scrolling <laughs> Twitter, and then I would see your, your like every week, every week you would do like a post, like a little, like like a little um update on the box office, and then that's when I reached out to you, and then our first ever show. Um, I don't know what our first movie. I actually want. I'm actually curious. Um. I don't know what our first show, like what movies was coming out that weekend, but let me check because it's actually it's actually funny. Um, but yeah, I reached out to you and you were totally yeah. down and I was super happy because I was like, I felt like every time I, the box box office, it was on uh, the uh, world show when it was just me and Alex and I, mm-hmm. and he just, he's not, he doesn't vibe with box office and that's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to vibe with box office the way I do. I completely understand. That's not everyone's interest, but like, I'm a huge like fan of how movies are going to do how yeah. movies did. Do you, are you, do you do that? Um, do you do that as well to where you, uh, where you're watching a movie and then all of a sudden you just kind of check to see what the box office was? Oh yeah, I usually um, like yeah, older movies. Time. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, all I always, time. I always check on box office. <laughs> <laughs> I I do that. I do that all the time. Where I'm like, oh, I wonder, because like the other day, for instance, I was watching. Um, I was watching. What was I watching? Uh, The Mist. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, I wonder how The Mist did when it came out and stuff. Just because all that stuff really interests interests me. Yeah. And then earlier, I was watching Widows, and I remember that Widows opened up to no bueno numbers yeah, and stuff. Not good <laughs> but, um, at the box office. Okay, so our number, our first episode, episode one, was February 24th, 2019. And the movies were Alita Battle Angel, the Lego Movie 2, I believe. Yep. And then How to Train Your Dragon, How to Train Your Dragon 3. Wow. That was our first episode, huh? <laughs> Interesting. Started off with that Alita Army. Cool. Well, because I know, I know, honestly, one of the reasons why I wanted to start the show is because I knew I wanted to, like, do a show when Avengers Endgame came out. So um, I was like, yeah, let's do, you know, let's start this. And I think the second weekend, if we had, well, our second episode, it was like Greta. Remember that? <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon three again, and then Alita Battle Angel and stuff. That's when I, that movie took, took, took like a nosedive. So. Yeah, I was gonna say, whew, that was not a great second weekend <laughs> for that movie. Yeah, I remember that. But um, okay, so enough this reminiscing. Let me just look at episode three real quick. I'm just curious. Episode three was Captain Marvel, so that's interesting. Wow. Um, okay. So let's get into this weekend. So uh, Larry and I are going to be discussing today the box office for the weekend of November 13th. 
And let's get started, Larry. Larry, what came in at number one? So coming in at number one was our new universal release, Freaky, the horror comedy brought in $3.7 million from 2,472 theaters domestic. And then when you add in the international grosses, it opened to $5.4 million worldwide on approximately a six-ish million dollar budget. So we both saw this through a screener and yes. enjoyed it. <laughs> um, yes, thank you once again to Universal for sending us that. Really do appreciate it. Yeah, I didn't go to the theaters. I'm not going to the theaters anytime soon. Although the box office is depressing, I ain't going to the theaters. I know they were doing screenings for this, which yeah. outrageous outrageous to me i was i was done so they did like really (laughs) early ones and then amc did like a you know stubs member exclusive one Mm -hmm. i was like wow they're really doing some screeners for this movie i have no idea theater screenings ridiculous to me that really is ridiculous and um i don't think it's uh, we are we are up to like 11 million cases worldwide and then America is just not looking good as far as cases. So I have no idea why they're out, why, why, why they out here like doing screeners. I got the email from like my website, my screening website that I used to do for like screeners yeah. or like screenings. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, I'm not going out. It's like, are you going? I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. And stuff. And so, but he's a little bit more, more lenient when it comes to stuff like that. I'm not, I need, I'm, that's, I'm going, I go to work and I go to home. That's it. Yeah. So, but um, yeah. I mean, so what was the number? We had three point six. Um, I mean, the, the theme of this show when it comes out, when it comes to these movies, that you gotta say things like it's not that bad. Like this three point six is actually pretty good. I'm actually surprised by this number, just because I feel like uh, we. I don't remember what ten. What did ten do? Like twenty. Yeah, like Tenet was like 20 like million, like right on yeah, the dot, so I think. I don't think, unless it's like a big blockbuster movie, I don't see any movie doing that and no, stuff. No. But um, as far as something like Freaky, even before, like during a pandemic, if you want to do some, if you want to do some, like some predictions, I think uh, it probably would have been in more theaters. So I think the movie probably would have did like 15 maybe because i'm i'm going i'm going with the the style of the uh these Christopher Landon's movies and happy death day to you didn't do a good number and i'm going off of uh doctor sleep that came around this time as yeah. well did not do a good number so yeah, i, I have no idea like 10 maybe 12 yeah i have no idea why they released this movie while they were attending to release this movie in november i would have just released this in october i just don't get it at all but yeah. I guess they, I was talking to Tyler today during our review, and he's like, oh, you know, Freaky Friday and the third Friday the 13th stuff. I'm like, well. Yeah, it was definitely because you wanted a Friday the 13th release. Like, I told him that I haven't cared about Friday the 13th since I was, like, in high school. Like, no one cares about that day anymore. It's, like, so old <laughs> and, so, and so, like, bland now. But if you have something in October where it's a spooky season, as everyone likes to call it, this would have been a perfect release. So I'm not sure why we came out in November 13th, the week before Thanksgiving. Odd to me. But um, 3.6 is fine. I'm sure they're not scoffing at this number. No. Yeah. And then worldwide with its gross, it's pretty much matched its budget. So I think it's okay. I think, you know, uh, they gave an explanation online because a lot of people were like, why are you releasing this movie into theaters? (laughs) We want to see it, but we are not going out, especially for Freaky. Um, 
and you know give a good little explanation but it will be coming to vod now that Very we have true. that that short end window but for universal uh so what 16 15 days now at this point that's another thing too like if i'm a if i'm uh like if 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 I'm a casual moviegoer and I'm looking at this and then I'm and then I'm realizing that the movie is also gonna come to VOD or DVD or whatever in like two weeks, why am I risking it? Yeah. You know, yeah. um, so I don't think I don't think this Universal deal when it does come like when we do start going into a. When we, when we do start going into like regular releases and we start kind of clearing out this virus, I think this strategy is going to be a disaster because I don't see people going, if if I can watch Fast and, as a casual, because of course movie fans, we want to go see movies in theaters, yeah. but as a casual, why would I pay like a hundred bucks to watch Fast and Furious in theaters when I could pay 20 bucks in two weeks? You know, yeah. so yeah, I don't, I don't know. This is gonna be we talk, we, we spoke about this like when they announced this whole new plan. This is gonna be a disaster. So I mean, that's another thing that's probably that probably could have taken away from its box office. Yeah, it'll be interesting, and I know we are. I'm glad it was rated R, and we're all about that R rating on a slasher film. Of course, yeah. I do wonder. If it hurt it just a little bit, because I think, I don't know, teenage audiences are more willing to say F it and go. Right. Uh, <laughs> because True. they're like, I'm invincible. I'm not an old person. I'm not going to die if I get coronavirus. So they're more willing to just go and mm-hmm. do whatever the hell they want. Um, and this, you know, it's a high school setting film. I'm, I'm don't, again, don't get me wrong. I'm very glad it was rated R. Like watching it, you, uh, it needed to be rated R. But agreed. Yeah. Um, it seems like it could have appealed maybe to that. I just don't. I, I mean, I don't think it would have made that big a difference. I think maybe it could get it to like four million instead of three point seven. <laughs> but yeah, you know, maybe. I don't think it would have made that big a difference. Actually, I think the argument of um, I think the argument of having it PG thirteen, you could make in maybe if it was like if this was all normalized and you know if everything was like back to normal. Because Happy Death Day did really good, like the first one. It did really, really well as far as opening weekend, and then, yeah. and then you know, it's 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 overall total. Um, like domestically, it made fifty five million international, sixty nine worldwide, one hundred twenty five on a four million dollar yeah. budget, which is insane. Yeah. And then it came Great out, return. and it came out in October thirteenth, hello, um, of twenty seventeen, and it made twenty six million. So I think. I think, yeah, movies like this are definitely movies that you've ground up a bunch of your friends and you want to go see it and stuff like that, um, you know. But then you go to and look at the Happy Death Day to you, and it didn't really do that well. Yeah, because I remember it opened up to like what eight million. Yeah, um, huge. I remember you and I discussing it. Like, what were they thinking here? You know, um, I have no idea still what they were thinking as far as seeing how well the opened. Yeah, the first one opened so well, and there was actually no reason for the movie to be moved to uh, to um, to February. I think it was because um, I think wasn't later on in 2019, wasn't that supposed to be Halloween Kills? No, no, this year was supposed to be I Halloween was, Kills, right? Yeah. yeah so I have no idea why they didn't just release it. it chapter in two, maybe, but even it chapter two came out in September. September, yeah. So I have no idea why they didn't just do it again. But yeah, this is definitely a movie. If it was pretty, I still think rated R. You could have gotten a bunch of teenagers. Yeah, I mean, we all went to <laughs> R rated, you know. So I think still, even with the Wait, R rating, I I have to lot. say something super weird. So yesterday I bought um, 
I don't remember what movie it was, but it was rated R. And mm-hmm. I bought it at Walmart for their little Black Friday sale. Um, and the woman made me show my ID. I was like, what? Yeah, you know that happened to me too. I, I, was I like, remember what? what? <laughs> Sir, what? I don't look 17. Um, what is going on? <laughs> like, I forget. I'm trying to figure out <laughs> what movie was I watching. I was watching. No, I, I think I got. What was it? It was like something. I think it was like Terminator. Um, what was Dark Fate? Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Can I see your ID?" I was like, "Are you what?" <laughs> like, I, so yeah, uh, I gave it to her, and I was like, "This is here, I guess." I don't know. Confused. Like twenty-one, sure. You know, alcohol, mm-hmm. sure. Still ID, but for a freaking R-rated movie, it was just like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh wow, okay." I, I can't no remember idea. the last time I was asked for my ID for an R-rated movie. Yeah. I have no idea. So, but yeah, um, I'm. You got a little baby face, Larry. That's fine. <laughs> so for this, what do you think? We've seen the movie. No spoilers, but yes. so we just talked about Happy Death Day. Yes. Do you think movies like Happy Death Day and Freaky should just be standalone? Like, I know we all enjoyed Happy Death Day to you for the most part. Everyone seemed to still have fun with it, Oof. but seeing that huge fall off. Would you well, want to see a sequel to Freaky, or do you think let it chill as is? Well, when it comes to Happy Death Day to you, I don't think people weren't interested. I just think I and I and I've said this. I said I say this on almost all of the Nightmare shows where we're talking about like Scream Four and this, that, and the third. I said this on the on the on the on the Killerthon shows as far as movies that didn't do too well. When it comes to horror, you really have to know where to put it. Unless you gotta have a director like a Jordan Peele make a horror movie, or like a or or, or you have I don't know when a Quiet Place came out, the first one. I think in April or March. Yeah, or you have like a premise that people really, really want to see. Like I think if you don't have those two, then you need to release it later on in the year. Um, or in the summer, like summer horror movies can do pretty well. The Conjuring movies did well. The Nun, those movies do yeah. well during the summer. But I'm talking about you're asking to die when you release a movie in like January, February. That's horror. I mean, you just are because because the movies that people want to see are either action or like the Oscars, you know what I mean? Because, or the Oscar movies that are in, that are nominated, those get re-released and then they make good money again. But I think releasing a horror movie, like a quiet place part, uh, you know, the first one uh, did $50 million and it was going up against ready player one and in the second weekend and blockers in his first weekend and I think if you get rid of those two, it would have easily made like a 75 or a 70 or something like that. So, because Blockers made 20 million, just wow. Um, and then Ready Player One did 24 million in its second weekend. So I think I I think it just depends on the movie. So no, I think Blumhouse and Universal took that number and said, Oh my god, this this is this is a hit. And I said, we can release it anywhere, you know, and people were going to go see it for Happy Death Day. And I was like, no, uh, the audience quickly showed you no. Because even opening weekend, when I went to go see Happy Death Day to you, there's like nobody in the theater. There was like two people. And I was like, oh, you know what I mean? Like there was no one. And I went like at seven o'clock on like a Thursday. There was nobody. So I think 
I just think that. I think you just need to know where to put it. So as far as Freaky, I don't think it, it should get a sequel just because it's releasing in a pandemic. So no one went to see this movie. No one probably knows about this movie. So imagine two years later, you have a Freaky 2. Like, what the fuck is a Freaky? You know? So, <laughs> uh, so no, I don't think they should do a second one. Yeah, makes sense to me. <laughs> uh, what about you? Do you think so? No, I think looking at I liked these, it. it's uh, looking at these like little cult movies, like Ready or Not and stuff. I think they yeah. just leave them where they are. Like, Agreed. I loved them. I thought I love Ready or Not. I thought Freaky was a lot of fun. A lot of these fun culty kind of horror films. I think Happy Death Day warranted a sequel. Like it, it left enough room. Plus, yeah, this movie you know, where it ends, you could mm. just with, I guess, the different people bounce mm-hmm. around, but yeah, no, I, th- I think just leave it where it is. Hopefully it finds a following when it comes to like VOD and stuff, but yeah. And quite frankly, the word of mouth for happy day, happy death day to you wasn't as strong as the first one, because I just didn't like that. They went so sci-fi with it. I was like, dude, then by the, and then I told, I told Tyler earlier, that no, I absolutely do not want a third one because the way they ended the second one, all this military and what is this? <laughs> like I, I was like, weird. We lost the, we lost what this movie was intentional, yeah. like initially supposed to be, and that's just a fun little slasher movie with like a little, like a little like you know fun kind of twist that you yeah. use from like like a fun little movie trope as far as Groundhog Day, but slasher. Then we're going into like fucking space and when time and what <laughs> i don't know so it is it, weird so no i don't <laughs> but so so i'm a, especially with christopher landon i said earlier i would be afraid for for a second one because then he's gonna talk about he's gonna start going into like mythical creatures and why the mythical can can switch but i don't need all that so no i don't need no i don't need it <laughs> um all right let's go to let's go to number two what do we got so coming in at number two is Let Him Go, the Kevin Costner, Diane Key, uh, Diane Lane, sorry, um, team up after Man of Steel brought in 1.8 million, which was down 55% from its opening weekend, but it made that from 2,458 theaters. So it actually opened pretty strong last week, stronger than I would have guessed. It opened with 4 million. Uh, last weekend and so thus it has now made 6.8 million domestic and just a little bit international so it's also at 6.86 worldwide um yeah so let him go i didn't see it i heard good things about it i got the screener for it but i have like way too many screener screeners in my queue that i need to watch so um yeah i i this is i think this is this is pretty good so it dropped fifty six percent from last weekend, and I think one point seven. Once again, for with with, with the not so big title, um, you know, I think this is fine, service serviceable, I guess, for the studio. Yeah, to open at uh, four million, I think it's actually a pretty good opening for them. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, was, I didn't anticipate it to to even open that big. So even in normal times, I like in a regular opening, I wouldn't even guess more than ten for this movie at all. So oh, agreed. For yeah, it to agreed. Open at four is right. Actually, not that much lower than what I would have imagined outside of a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, so like $6 million. Less. I mean, yeah, I, agreed. I don't see this movie making like 20 or 15. No. You know, I see this movie as a solid... Uh, it's one of those openings, because like 
if you put it into like without a pandemic, it's one of those movies that you know you and I would have spoke. Okay, next week we have three releases coming out. We have like Fat Man, Let Him Go, and Freaky. And I would have saw I would have saw Freaky do like fourteen or fifteen, like I said earlier, and then Let Him Go a solid eight or nine. You know, yeah. so yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, um, and I'm actually shocked particularly with all this because it definitely was like appealing toward an older audience so the fact that an older audience was willing to risk it and go out to watch this film Mm -hmm. (laughs) and get that four million is also a little bit surprising to me but yeah i like i like to see it it's made it hasn't really opened much overseas so uh, i think this is a, a pretty decent number for focus features actually yeah, I would. I, I actually, I would agree. So, um, yeah, number three, what do we got? Gosh, so number three is the War with Grandpa, which made one point oh three million, which is only down twelve percent in its six weekend. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the Robert De Niro family comedy has grossed fifteen point two million domestic so far, and twenty two point nine million worldwide. Hey, that's a win with for me. I mean, yeah, from that's not bad. Studios, what even is one hundred and one studio? Like, <laughs> let's go see what do they a, have in there. That is a win for that studio. Yeah, I'm not even. I think oh, IMDb Pro. This is dumb, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's good. That's that's one point three in your sixth weekend. This is this is probably like the only movie that's been out. That's probably why. So because I've seen for families because like we talked about, Freaky and Let Him Go are both rated R. Honest Thief, I don't know if it's rated R or PG thirteen, but it's also skewed toward older people. Come Play was a horror film, you know. So there's really been nothing mm. like family ish, and this is it. So this is all they have to go on. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, if it's PG thirteen, but you know, it's you're right. It's kids, this seems you know, you're like take your kid to go see a freaking Liam Neeson revenge action movie. Yeah, this movie's PG, and I didn't even realize. So I've been, I have a, I moved to Weymouth a few months ago, and I have an indie theater, and that's all I've been seeing on the billboard was on it. You know, the war with Grandpa. Really, like, at the indie theater? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think that's why. I think this. I think the movie's everywhere. So maybe that. I think one on one studios just said, just the hell with this thing. <laughs> <laughs> release everywhere you know I mean, you know hey I, it works i didn't like the movie i did see it um, okay yeah, I didn't see fan, it. but yeah I, i'm not gonna knock the hustle um <laughs> small studio it's one of the few like actual success stories in yeah. this pandemic. and i do think um it would have made probably more money had it opened normally. I agree. These numbers, I'm like, oh wow. Apparently, I don't know. Uh, there would have been more competition for families, but um, yeah, especially around this time, yeah, we had a lot. Hero in these family movies, you know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think it would have. I think if if it was pandemic or, I think it would have done the same as about Freaky and its opening, depending on what it's coming up against, you know. Yeah, I said um, Yeah, it opened it uh also opened at three point six. So it opened pretty much the exact same as Freaky. Yeah, so I think, I think around the right. Like, I think four about four million is the highest anything is really opening. Honesty mm-hmm. opened in at four point one million. 
Freaky 3.7, 3.6, uh, War with Grandpa 3.6. What did yeah. we just say? The, the other one let him go, opened at 4 million. So that's like the top shelf. That's what you can expect. The highest you're mm-hmm. going to open right now is about 4 million. In yeah, unless you're tenant. Unless you're Unless, tenant or right. New Mutants opened a little bit better than that, but not all that mm-hmm. much. So, you know, um, and Tenet, so that kind of gave us the idea for a blockbuster around 20, maybe a little bit higher if you're like a Wonder Woman or something. But, you know, I mean, that's about it. Right. So, yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think around I, I I think I just think the movie is uh compared to a lot of things coming out, it's probably what people are, are willing to go out and see just for like people, parents who want to just get out the house with their kids as far as right now. The parents who are willing to go out during the pandemic at least. Yeah. So the war with grandpa, I just, I hope this doesn't con- like, or, well, I guess he just does what he wants now, but I'm like, Robert De Niro, stop making grandpa movies, please. Yeah. Like, I know you're old, you can be a grandpa in a movie, but don't put grandpa in the title, don't make it a premise about you being a grandpa, like, no, none of that, please. What's weird is that initially, um, when I saw the title, I thought it was a sequel to that oh Dirty Grandpa gosh. movie. Oh. I'm not even kidding. I thought it's a grandpa, Robert De Niro. Oh, it's a sequel. Cool. And then it's not. No. <laughs> so I thought it was, but uh, all right, let's go to number four. Another go. screener you didn't watch at number four. <laughs> number, yeah. Here we go. At number four, we have Come Play, which brought in 1.1 million in its third week of release, which is down 38.7%. So far, Come Play has earned 7.28 million domestic and 1.9 million international for a complete worldwide total of 9.27 million so this one also opened at 3.1 million back on halloween weekend um yeah so listen i didn't i was not reaching out for this movie as far as like rushing to theaters to see it um i think you guys got it did i did i did i inquire about this movie i don't think i did come play i think i just moved on i don't know um it's focus features again and their movies are in the top five so um I you said it wasn't good, right? I mean, uh, other people liked it more than I did. I was very meh on it. It's not horrible, but it's not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's the vibe that I got when you were talking. So yeah, so focus features two in the top ten. This was their Halloween release, their scary movie for the holiday release. It's done all right. It's up to almost ten million. Um, I'm not positive what the budget on this is, but it couldn't have been high at all. I mean, it had to be a tiny budget. So yeah, um, sounds yeah. good to me. Yeah, um, a million dollars. I said, hey, like I said, the way I feel about um, uh, the war with Grandpa, a million bucks in your third weekend. I guess it's not terrible, yeah. you know. And and for for November thirteenth, they didn't drop drastically for a horror like most horror movies do yeah. around this time. So I guess this is fine, you know. I still haven't seen it. Ain't happening. But yeah, <laughs> say there's uh, another there's another horror movie that showed us that even in the pandemic, horror films will plummet deeper down on this list that opened about you know on par with come play so mm-hmm. so i mean yeah but, this ain't yeah this ain't it um okay lastly on the top five let's let's see what we got 
And then rounding out the top five, we have Honest Thief, which brought in 800000 which is down 29.9% in its sixth week of release. That brings the latest Liam Neeson action film up to $12.3 million domestic and $23.7 million worldwide. Again, all of this coming off of a $4.1 million opening. So did you see did you see this? No, I have not seen Honest Thief. Yeah, I know Alex did. I didn't see it either. I was um, I was thinking about seeing it. I thought it, Liam Neeson but... was done. Child. <laughs> I thought he done. was done with these kind of movies. What happened? I don't know, but as you see though, uh the war with grandpa is holding on better than Honest Thief. <laughs> no, they're both is, in like... their sixth week of release and he's out they're holding strong up there at number three. <laughs> I just, I just think it com- honestly, I think it comes down to people not. It doesn't look interesting. I saw a trailer it's just, once. It's the same it old same doesn't... old. Like once I saw it, I was like, again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What? Uh, you know what? We're gonna go risk our life to see Liam Neeson do this again. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's like he's done this. You know what to expect. Did he die at the end? You don't know. Did you? Did you? I don't know. But he probably doesn't. And it's 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 fine. <laughs> yeah, not much to say there. I don't. Good for you, I guess. It's up to twenty three. I mean, it's made a decent amount <laughs> international too, which has helped it. So, you know, yay. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Open road so, films, good for you. <laughs> I have no idea who they are. They have this random two they, like two yeah. at the end. They, they, they release a lot of, of smaller stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, what other stories we got from the uh, from the box office this week? Tenet. Of course, we could talk about Tenet, which just missed the top five this week. Uh, when are they going to take it out of theaters? I'm kind of annoyed. <laughs> I think they're not going to take it out until it's on Blu-ray. So I think it's yeah. staying in until that, that Blu-ray is released. But it has yeah. made its way up to $56.3 million domestic and $353.7 million worldwide. Well, so, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of that commercial. Blockbusters are back at the movies. Yeah. Like, Dude, <laughs> it was just stop. There ain't nobody going no more to see Tenet. It's done. I mean, so for you Christopher Nolan fans, it is into the top three worldwide of the year. Uh, domestic, it, it's still not in the top ten, but <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I don't know that we're going to get anything making it back into that top ten for the domestic, unless Wonder Woman comes out and does something big. This is depressing. Um, so depressing. Tenet, I mean, it's it's made its money back at least to a point. It hasn't quite doubled its budget, but you know, mm-hmm. three hundred and fifty million worldwide is certainly respectable in this time with this condition. So, yeah, uh, not much more to say about Tenet, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I guess. Pre-order yeah, your I, steelbook. <laughs> no, so I think I, I, I think it. Yeah, it comes out on Blu-ray when a couple weeks. Yeah, it's almost there. So. Um, Then we saw a horror film that dropped like a rock, as usual, with The Empty Man way down here at number 16. It dropped from 7 to 16, 72.5% in week number 4 for (laughs) $81,000. See, this is what we're used to. So come play is looking real good when you see The Empty Man just plummet. Did you see that? No, Tyler is the only person I know that saw Empty Man. What is it? Uh, he said it was absolutely terrible, so <laughs> I I did oh, not see man. it. But you know, it's made three point four million worldwide. 
I don't know about all that. New Mutants, that comes out on Blu-ray and DVD tomorrow. So Does it really? It does. Yeah. And it's chilling yeah. there at number 17. <laughs> that movie made... $83,000, huh? Yeah, 23.7 domestic and 45.8 worldwide. So that's New Mutants. It had a lot of smaller releases like Come Away, which I watched and I know got released on uh, VOD as well. So it had like a day and date type of mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. that made 108000 I know some of y'all was out there watching Fat Man to review. I think that released on VOD too, right? Did it? I I've heard. I think I heard someone talking about it. Um, did you see that? Because that looks no, horrible. I could not. I'm sorry. I yeah. was like, what is this Mel Gibson? <laughs> <laughs> Fat man, Santa. I can't. But that made 107. And then we had a Guardians. We had a Guardians re-release. I didn't even know, but they opened to 400, 406,000. Yeah, and uh, they Not put bad. that in quite a few theaters. Fifteen hundred theaters for that re-release. Toy Story as well, but that's been out, I guess, two weeks now. What's the point of releasing Guardians again? They just said, fuck it. I don't know. I, I'm pretty like, sure Disney is just like, eh, we'll throw anything in the theater. Like no, they're just throwing. Saying... I mean, it don't even make sense what they're putting out. Listen, Chris Pratt is getting some heat. Just we'll drop Guardians real quick to to audience. Make sure why <laughs> Remember they why him. they liked him? Or why they liked him in the first place? So Elf listen. down so if here. I see, so eventually I'm gonna see like a Deadpool re-release so they, so we can get the word out again for Gina Carano. Oh my god! And stuff. I know. I'm but. like Jesus. <laughs> well, then we have Ammonite chilling at 15. How do you pronounce the fucking title? Is it Ammonite? Ammonite? Yes, I don't know. I it's just Ammonite. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay, so they this they opened to eighty seven. That is not good. Someone said Indies need, needs to let it go for right now. Stick to the screeners and VOD for indie movies because this eighty seven million opening is not good. Like eighty seven thousand dollars opening is not good at all. Neon Neon is having a rough year. Yeah, I mean a lot of studios are, but. This is. I mean, their slate in it. general hasn't been. Um, it's been very hit or miss. Yeah. That neon how did Possessor slate? do? Is Possessor here? It's not on the top thirty-two. It's not here. Let me. Let me I don't know. Um, Possessor yeah. is definitely the highlight of the neon slate for me so far. It's the best that I've seen from them. But That's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. The Possessor's box office is seven hundred and fifty-two thousand eight hundred and eighty-five dollars. That's how much really? it's made total. Oh God! Like I mean, that's, that's it. That's terrible. You know, for some reason, I thought you said. For some reason, I thought you was like seven hundred fifty-two million. I'm like, oh, oh my god! You were like what? <laughs> I was like, I was like, almost. I don't know if you heard me pause, but I was like, yes. oh my god! But no, no. it hasn't even made a million dollars <laughs> worldwide. Like, even it hasn't made a million. So. That actually makes me sad about that because I love that movie. Yeah, but. I really liked it. It's been out for five weeks or so. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's well, not even on the. It's not even on the charts. So, so I mean, yeah, neon. <laughs> I don't know what their strategy is this year. Yeah. Uh, they're a small studio. Panic. I mean, I don't know. They're just it's it's, it's rough out here in these streets. I don't know. A twenty four has just been like we're not releasing anything, so they took the opposite approach to say we're just holding off everything. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Neon said we're just gonna put it into theaters anyway. I guess. Uh, I mean, they've sold a couple off though uh, to like. Hulu, right? Because was Palm Springs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Palm Hulu? Springs was Neon. Or yeah, Neon. That's Hulu. That's Hulu, yeah. Yeah, so they've re- they've sold well, a there's couple another of one. theirs. There's another one that I'm blanking on for Neon that Neon had that's on Hulu too. I don't remember, but yeah, they have a couple of the movies on Neon, on uh, Hulu. Yeah. As far as like Loose is on there, Clemency. I just watched Clemency, by the way, um, and stuff. Parasite. 
Clemency got kind of, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want to say snubbed, but they got like nothing, huh? I like yeah. that movie quite a lot. Yeah, Did you watch that movie? Nothing. Yeah. Alfred yeah. Woodard definitely got snapped. I feel like, but she's good. I do um, think I do. I do think Al. What is his name? Aldous. Aldous oh, Hodge. Hodge. He was so good. I, I I thought he was good. I do think his some of his scenes he overacted, but but he's we'll, good. But yeah, he's, he's good. But yeah, no. Um, I mean, yeah. So these some of these Paramount just be releasing everything too. Apparently, I see yeah. them all over the place in here. Yeah, Paramount. Yeah, yeah. It looks like they are. I mean, not they're not their important stuff, but it looks like I mean, the studios that are just releasing stuff. It looks like it's Focus Features. Someone, well, Warner Bros. still has Tenet, uh, and that's poor, mostly it. But I mean, all I see, Disney yeah, doing re-releases. Yeah, then Disney and 20th Century Fox doing re-releases. So or Disney, yeah. yeah, they're just dumping. They're like 20th Century Fox, okay, <clears throat> Empty Man, mm-hmm. we're just gonna dump you. <laughs> right, exactly. Disney so, said we don't know what to do with this. We're just I gonna dump them. it anyway. Quite frank, I don't. <laughs> hey, New Mutants, mm-hmm. fine, finally go out <laughs> to theaters. We're done with you already. Yeah. So. <laughs> like a, um, uh, so so far, I find it interesting for the full year this year. Um. Oh, a Chinese God. movie is is hanging on at number one worldwide. The eight hundred. What is that? It's a Chinese movie. Well, I know China China is booming over there as far as box office. So they have four hundred and sixty doing... million, and you know uh, it hasn't really done much outside of China. Most of that has been in 800? China. Yeah, the eight hundred. Number um, two, it's, it's your fave, Bad Boys for Life, hanging in at number two on the worldwide chart right now. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine? And then Tenet coming in at number three currently. Okay, so Doolittle is, is number five in the in the worldwide box office for the year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Goddamn so, Doolittle. Fucking Doolittle is top five. Can you imagine? And I don't Can think it's going to get knocked out unless there's another big Chinese movie. I don't know that it's going to get knocked out. Ugh. Can you imagine? All right. Um, all right, everyone. With that being said, I think that is all we mostly all we got for the box office for this week. It's been a lot of fun, Larry, coming back and talking about Ooh. box office. I do like um, when we come back after these breaks to talk to discuss the um weekend and stuff so we'll try to be back next week to see what else is doing good and what's not doing good and then the following week i think we had you said the crudes too yeah crudes I believe. coming out for thanksgiving yeah so we'll see what happens as far as box office goes but i do appreciate you guys all listening as always larry why don't you let everyone know they can follow you yeah you can come and follow me on instagram twitter as well as YouTube, all at LC Screen Talk. All right, and you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, um, and you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Um, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne, and I was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.